Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. Hello and welcome. Uh, we are here with the head coach of the men's and women's tennis team here at the University of Mount Olive. Coach Henry Boyle, uh, thank you very much for uh, coming in today. It's, it's going to be interesting to talk to you because I've actually never spoke to you, Henry. This is the first time I'll actually get to talk with you and sit down with you. And I think it'd be very um, nice for me to hear a refreshing accent. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good to hear your accent too. Yeah, I know. It's, um, it, it'll be nice to just kind of sit and talk with someone that sounds a little bit more <laughs> where I'm from. Sometimes, you know, you get people coming in saying y'all and stuff like that. Yeah, a yeah. little yeah, different yeah. for us, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, hired in June 2021, uh, so you are 100% the newbie around here. Um, just wondering how you're finding it so far. Are you settling in nicely? Yeah, absolutely love it. It's uh, it's, been, it's been great so far. And I knew about Mount Olive really ever since I started playing college tennis mm -hmm. because a lot of friends and players in the juniors were going to, to Mount Olive to play college tennis here so I always knew what a great school it was what a great tennis program it was and um it's funny that you kind of circle back around to to here now so yeah I mean I mean for me um when I was first coming out to the United States I had two options and it was here and another place I went to the other place first it didn't work out so well for me so I ended up back here so as you said things like to come yeah. to a circle sometimes so it's funny how things usually work out sure. so um, you obviously you come in uh, from a relatively successful uh, few seasons at Grove City College. Um, uh, obviously, won two uh, is it PAC tournaments, right, right, um, and also coached the year twice. So, um, what at what point did you think it was time to move on, a fresh start, and what what made you? I mean, obviously, you've kind of loosely b uh, told us why you ended up here, but what uh, what drew you here? Yeah, I think um, it was a great experience there, just to to be a head coach for a first time and. And try to uh, transition that program into into maybe something more serious. Um, it's a Division Three program, so maybe there's a few things that are different there than there would be Division Two. Um, you know, as someone who's who's from the UK, I mm -hmm. think uh, it was important to me and my fiance to be near her family, mm -hmm. but also be somewhere uh, a little down south with the weather, and you know, you can kind of. With tennis as well, it's such it's such important to have mm -hmm. year-round weather where you can train year-round. So I think it was important in that aspect for for coaching. Um, but like I said before, you know, I heard so much good about Mount Olive, and um, you know, Coach Coghill did amazing things for mm -hmm. I think twelve years here. So yeah. um, it was just kind of an opportunity that I couldn't turn down, and. Um, I'm learning a lot and um, really kind of, you know, big pleasure to, mm. to step in his shoes. That's, uh, that's well, uh, pretty uh, good to hear. Um, obviously, um, I hope you don't make me saying, still, I would say a relatively young yeah. coach, relatively young to the game um, in terms of, uh, uh, obviously, it wasn't too long ago that you yourself were actually still playing uh, right. college tennis. Um, do you think that, I mean, for me, it does, because back home, I my coach back home in the UK, he's actually, he still trains with me. He still runs with me. So do you think that that is a positive thing that you are, you are so close uh, more recently to playing 
Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, I, you know, just at that point, I think I tried to get involved as much as possible. You know, this morning we were doing planks out there mm. on the court. So I was trying to do a two-minute plank. So, you know, it's uh, it's important to, to get involved in that way, especially as a young coach. Um, but I think just in terms of relatability, you know, pretty young, pretty a recent college tennis mm. player, but also an international tennis player mm-hmm. too with, with a lot of these internationals on, on the team. Um, I know what it was like to, to be in their shoes and I know what they're going through. You know, they sacrifice a lot to to come and play tennis for the college. So um, I think it's pretty cool that um, I'm able to, to share some wisdom and advice with them. Yeah, uh, because um, for me, I think, you know, sometimes... Uh, and it's no disrespect to any coach. Like obviously, the further and further away you get from when you were in your playing days, or at least playing in college, you kind of s- start forgetting about maybe some of the things that these athletes are going through. And you 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 do sometimes think that we're robots, and and right. it's it's difficult. It's difficult to kind of um, transition. So w- what uh, in terms of what's the difference like for you being a coach in terms of an athlete? Is it a weird experience for you? Yeah, definitely. At the start, it was it was something to get used to. Um, but those three years, you know, at Grove City was you know so important for me mm-hmm. just to get that feeling, and um, you know, it was a great experience. But it, yeah, it's different. Um, I still like to, like I said, get involved mm-hmm. as much as possible. But you know, the priority is to make sure that that these student athletes are having the best experience possible and. They're fulfilling their potential to the max, uh, and uh, that's you know that's the main kind of thing we're looking to to achieve with each individual player. So yeah, so obviously you you briefly mentioned uh, Coach Coghill. Um, uh, you know, a, a coach was here for ten plus years, mm-hmm. and especially last year in particular had a phenomenal year. It's it's to say that both the men's and the women's side had a great year. Um, was that for you? Um, was that a difficult decision to step into the shoes or step into that role of a program that had had such a successful year and a coach for ten plus years? You know, they get used to having the same person around. What was it like for you, and and how did you um, how did you want to kind of make your mark on them when you met them for the first time? Yeah, I think you know he done an exceptional job, and um, he held really high standards for his players. Mm. I think part of the reason program has done so well and I'm sure he would agree is is the fact that he was here for such a long time um you know it shows a lot of consistency and continuity for the players for the program to recruit year after year mm. so you know it was uh, you know it was a kind of question are you know are you going to step in his shoes and and deliver and mm-hmm. yes you know I'm, I'm, I want to take that challenge on and you know I want to I want to push on to to bigger heights and, um, you know, this program has been on the men's and the women's side has been top 50 for, mm-hmm. for a few years now in yeah. and in and out. So I think there's a lot of kind of growth potential yeah. there in the next few years. And we're definitely looking to, to reach those heights. So, yeah, definitely a program that obviously has the potential to reach those heights. So it's good that you have that kind of mentality coming in that, you know, uh, the train doesn't really stop here. We keep we keep pushing. We keep pushing on. Um, obviously. Um, what do you think, like, as an individual, um, you kind of uh, talked a little bit about the fact that you're in an international and we also spoke about the fact that you were ver- you were very recently, a pl- uh, you know, a college right. player yourself. So, 
what do you think you would bring differently that maybe other people wouldn't bring to the program? Um, I think with my background in tennis, I was someone that, you know, sacrificed quite a bit for the sport. Um, for example, when I was 16, I, uh, I left home to, to play at a tennis academy and I saw what that system done for my game mm-hmm. um, with the individual attention that I had from the coaches, with the strength and conditioning program that I was on, um, you know, just w- within that academy setting. So I know how much that can improve and um, kind of enhance players, not only on the court, but off the court as well. Um, so I think bringing that to a program um, kind of comes in with our goals of, of trying to grow with, you know, the options for players to have those individual attention, individual sessions, smaller groups where we can be a little more specific in trying to maximise their potential and, and make sure that they're improving each and every day. Yeah. So obviously, um, uh, we've obviously found out a little bit about you now and, and how you will kind of operate. So looking at the actual team itself and the season ahead, uh, you are in tournament season. So for you, is it, I mean, I, I'm assuming the answer will, <laughs> I kind of know what the answer will be, but obviously the difference from fall and spring. So how do you as, as a program kind of operate between the between those two seasons? Yeah, they're, they're two very different seasons. Uh, the fall is, you know, from the month of September, October, um, kind of specifically focused on individual mm-hmm. tournaments and the spring is you know pretty much the whole spring semester um, focused on our conference matches and, and dual matches within the region so the fall is is kind of a big opportunity for for players to focus maybe on themselves individually mm-hmm. um, I think the month of October especially presents opportunities to to maybe spend some time on some technical um, improvements that we would need to make with each player. Um, otherwise, you know, other times in the, of the year, you probably wouldn't have as much time to spend on those on those technical things. Um, but, you know, we just had a tournament this past weekend in South Carolina and, um, you know, everyone goes into the same draw. We had a couple of occasions where Mount Olive is playing Mount Olive. So it's a very different feeling than it would be from the spring mm. um, where you're kind of all together and, and you're playing nine matches mm. and you're all kind of in each other's corner. Um, so, yeah, very, very different, but you can use it to, to your advantage for sure. Interesting to hear. I mean, uh, you actually brought up the tournament there, so you have obviously kicked off the season. Um, were you happy with what you saw and did it help you formulate what kind of maybe realistic expectations for the season and what were the positives to take from it? Yeah, I think this past weekend gave us a really clear indication of what we might expect of us in the spring. I think um, with the individual tournament system, it kind of shows who has the best players out there, not necessarily the deepest lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we done really well. You know, we had Armando Ferreira win the singles tournament this past weekend it's actually his fourth time winning it yeah. which is absolutely incredible no i know um, amanda myself and he posted about it and i commented on it and said very well done because I, I don't think anyone i think he might be one of the most liked person uh, people on campus if i'm honest with you everyone yeah. loves Armando. yeah and he you know he definitely faced some moments of mm-hmm. adversity out there on the court i think it was in semi semi-final and 
it was nine nine in a match tie break, you yeah. know, and he's two points away from potentially going out, but he uh he finished out strong for sure. And we we had um Nilo Weber on the women's side, um in a semi final, which is a big kind of achievement for her. Mm-hmm. And a, a women's doubles, uh Nilo Weber and, and Lisa um finished runner up in the final. So we, we definitely had some, some good results. Um we did have a couple injuries here and there within the team and I think that's a combination of um, maybe just coming in a little late mm. um, into the fall semester and then playing the tournament within two yeah. weeks so well, I mean I, I had my first race this um, this uh, past weekend myself and I was a little bit rusty I haven't raced since uh, I haven't raced since May I, I, I mean I, I've been told I've done well but I'm I'm the biggest defeatist who ever meet. I that wasn't good enough for me. Um, yeah. So I'll need to push on from here. Uh, <laughs> I need a couple of races to get going. I'm I'm the old hag on the team, so I, I kind of I don't I'm not as spry as some of the right. other ones. Yeah, you'll I get going that, soon. I say that, and I'm only 23, but uh, <laughs> but I'm definitely the old one on the team. Uh, yeah. So um, I, it's actually quite interesting. I was I was speaking to one of your players. Um, you have a scrimmage coming up this season at your where you've done your grad assistant right. program. But not only is it where you've done your grad assistant program, a former Mount Olive coach is an assistant coach there. So there's a lot of connections there. there. Are you looking forward to that one? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think it will be the first time I've been there since I've done my graduate degree there. I was a graduate yeah. assistant coach too. And um, Bert Paul was the head coach there. And he yeah. was a big part of me coming to Mount Olive. Yeah. When I was there for two years, he had previously done, I think, a couple of years mm. at Mount Olive as assistant coach under Kevin. Mm-hmm. He always told me so many stories <laughs> of his time here. And yeah, yeah. He absolutely loved it. Um, he also gave me a, a good reference to, to come here too. So he was a big mentor for okay. me, and he still is. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him a couple of weeks ago at the Methodist tournament. But yeah, that's that's um, us kind of being close and yeah. looking for an opportunity to get some more matches in. No, definitely, absolutely. Um, so one uh, one last point. Yeah, I haven't met you. Yeah, but I saw you at the. I'm gonna uh, for purposes. I'm gonna call it football because we're both from the UK. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. Men, I saw you at the men's football game yeah. watching it. We had a, I don't know if it was a tea or a coffee. There. Um, you like football yourself? Love it. Yeah, it's my favorite sport too. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I'm. Uh, <laughs> You know, if we're not playing tournaments on the weekends, I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching every game. Um, I'm a huge fan of Queens Park Rangers, right? Which isn't maybe a team that too many people know about here. No, you would know, know about I know, it. I know QPR. Yeah. I know QPR. We actually have one of your countrymen, Lyndon Dykes. Oh yeah, Lyndon Dykes. Yeah, huh. um, yeah. And he's he's starting to. Yeah, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad he's turning up for his uh, for his for his club and not his country. <laughs> I think he scored the other day for Scotland. I uh, did, yeah, I guess, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, no, I, I obviously it's it's. I was I saw you watching it, and it was quite because I went down just to watch it myself okay. as well. Because um, it's you know it's where we are from. It's like almost like a religion to some people. So yeah, it was interesting to see you there. Who do you support? Well, I, I obviously support Celtic. Yeah. I'm from I'm from Glasgow. Nice. Um, I have teams that I like down south, but like I don't really. I not would never claim to be a supporter. My team is Celtic. You know, my entire right. family are Celtic fans. Yeah, so. you just got to have one team, right? Yeah, you can't, have, <laughs> yeah. You can't have more than two. Yeah. No, no, yeah. not at all. Can't two. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of uh, end up in there. Just yeah. a kind of funny note. Uh, it was funny that I saw you there. Um, yeah, I'll be cheering on the men's and women's soccer team this, this season. Absolutely. Look forward to seeing some games. Yeah, it's good. Good for that. Um, 
Well, listen, thank you very much, Coach Henry Boyle. It's been it's been very nice to finally actually get to meet you and talk to you and kind of see what um, what your expectations are and everything going ahead. So I wish you the best of luck for the season and obviously the spring season as well. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Great to chat with you. Yep. This has been The Lowdown from Pickletown. We'd just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olive's music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.